All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. One hour of straight hockey talk with Dan, Rick, Tyler, and Bag Milk starts now. What was that? Just throwing a little, let's get yeah, the people going. Some I upgrades. Like mm-hmm. Freestyling. Well, on BLT Bets, the betting podcast Tyler and I do, he has been making his own beats as the intro for the podcast. And it's been really nice. Yeah, because I don't have the roadcaster hooked up at my house yet. So uh, to compensate for it, our intro for that's always like a, like a dubstepy kind of like, so then I just do it myself. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice. <laughs> so now he is incorporating some of those skills into the intro for ON Radio. Which I very much appreciate. Mm-hmm. Bag milk, Rick, Dan, Tyler, we're all here. Next hour of your life is going to be consumed by all things Edmonton Oilers. Maybe a little flams. Maybe a little complaining about the Nike outlet mo- store. Well, now you've ruined your cold performer. Good yeah. one. Mm-hmm. They won't even remember by the time we get there. You're right. Tyler, mm-hmm. episode 216. We must kick it off with a delicious debate for our friends at Oodle Noodle. 17 locations and counting. Soon to be coming to Calgary. Behind enemy lines, Tyler. Hmm. What do you got for a delicious debate for us today? Today's oodle noodle and DoorDash delicious debate, ding dong, is, is the Kyler Yamamoto contract a fair deal? Kyler Yamamoto has announced $3.1 million on a two-year contract extension. This first year of the contract has a $300,000 signing bonus. No signing bonus in the second year. Rick, I will start with you. When does he get that money? That signing bonus, you get it right now? I don't know. That dude's going to have a really good August, I bet. Probably. Yeah. Just quick, wake up the next morning, find 300 large in your in your bank account. 
Oh, 100%. That's good for a young guy, 23 years old. Yeah, he can go to any outlet mall he wants. He doesn't need the outlet mall. Yeah, he just goes straight Nike ID custom kicks. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he's getting the store like shut down for him, just walking around, doing uh, his own thing in there. Gets a private plane to whatever Nike outlet he wants. That's how rich Kyler Yamamoto is now. <laughs> just because he's got it doesn't mean he is not still a fan of the outlet malls. We Fair don't know enough. that. Fair enough. Actually, yeah, that's a great point. What's I like idea? savings no matter what. What's there to be a fan of though? Well, we'll get to that later. All right, fair. <laughs> what are we supposed to be talking about? The new uh, deal. contract, the thing that's supplying oh, yeah. him with the money for oh, the outlet. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? I think it's uh, I think it's pretty much exactly what you expected for him. I know a couple of people would like to see it a little bit longer, but he has to sign that contract too, right? So I think he left him with two RFA years. It also takes him pretty much to the projected time when the cap's supposed to go up again, which is, I mean, the fact that it's been a flat cap or relatively a flat cap has kind of screwed over a lot of players in this league. Mm. So, you know, you have to kind of accept it and get as close as you can to uh, when it goes back up again and try and get your money at that point. So right now it's a uh, two thumbs up. and I think it's good for the team and the player. Nation Dan. Yeah. I mean, for me, when we signed Evander Kane to the deal that we did, I, you know, you assume that Puyarvi and Yamamoto were going to get some, I don't want to call these bridge deals because like in the case of Puyarvi, it's probably not a bridge deal. It's probably a, find out what trade value we can get for him. But with Yamamoto, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's one of those things that we're making a bet on a 23 year old player here. So it's not like we're going out on a limb and, uh, and giving a bunch of money to a 30 year old. So uh, yeah, I'm okay with it. It's, uh, it's good to have two years of him and not just one year like we do with Yessa. Yeah. And, and that's where I come out too, is I, I just don't see a way in which this deal isn't worth it for the Oilers. Like if, if he's a third liner, who scores you, you know, 18 to 19 goals and kills some penalties for you. That that's fair. I think $3 million is, is, is relatively fair for that. Like it wouldn't be a gross overpay. And if as a 23 year old, if he takes a couple of steps forward here and he becomes a, you know, 23 to 25 goal guy for this team and plays on dry settles wing. Cause we know Leon likes playing with him. Then all of a sudden you're sitting there for the second year of that deal and going, Wow. Pencil in 25 goals to our top six for only 3 million bucks. Love it. I, I, I'm a big, big fan of this deal. I would have done five years by 3 million for Yamamoto. I don't think Yamamoto would have done yeah. five years for 3 million. Though. No, not a chance, but I would have tried to trick him. That's right. <laughs> I want to know how you're going to try and trick him. Bring him to the Nike outlet, schmooze him with some new shoes. Oh, oh yeah. hey, have you seen these babies? They're in the lifestyle category. While you're doing that, just sign this contract. Don't look at the terms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like the contract for the others. Three million bucks, that's fair for a guy who's going to score you 20 goals. Is it not? Mm-hmm. So. It has to be. So I think, it's a, I think it's a good deal. Last year, if you remember, let me take you on a trip in the way back machine. Yamamoto didn't sign until September last year on a one-year deal. That's a good point. So I'm happy to have this done. Done early. We know what's going on. Yamamoto's coming back. Everybody's happy. Everybody is happy. Well. Should be happy. Should be happy. I'm designing custom shoes on the Nike website. <laughs> oh, nice. What do you got going on over there? A little mud brown cream. Oh, that would look real nice. What are you Especially with that new you hoodie you got on? Go with anything. Are you going to give him a J? Like you're getting the brown colors on there? Mm. You're right. They are the brown colors. That's yeah. got some cream in there though. And then you just buy a, a hoodie yesterday that was the brown colors again? Yeah. Yeah, I got a cream colored hoodie there as well. That's sharp. Yeah. People it who is sharp, watch uh, the nice. clips on TikTok, please let me know what you think of my new hoodie. Tyler has got a brand new Nike hoodie. From the excellent, never disappointing outlet location. Anyways, Nike, if you're looking to get into the <laughs> podcast sponsoring game, this episode speaks for itself. <laughs> do you think that Nike is going to come in and get the NHL rights? Because I do. 
I think it's going to be fanatics and we're all going to be wildly disappointed in the quality of the product. I think it's going to be Nike and they're going to have a clean sweep on the North American sports market. Yeah. Cause they have baseball, they have basketball and they have football, right? They make, so. And they make their own. Yeah. Like you, you, the swoosh is on there. It'd be cool. Like I'm a, I'm a Nike guy. Like I'm I, I'm, kind of, I'm a bit of a, for lack of a cleaner phrase, I'm a bit of a brand whore where I like rocking the check mark and stuff. I'm still holding out hope that nation gear gets the contract. <laughs> yep. What if well, it's something you know, random? Like, you know, the like CFL nation. went to like new era. Puma. 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 Oh yeah. Puma pounce. Diodora well, hey, comes back in. Hey, hey, Adidas just bounced the other brother coming in. The Puma guy, he comes in. Drysaddle is a Puma athlete. There you go. Ooh, you imagine just like out of nowhere. Coho is like, we're still making shit, by the way. <laughs> like we never stopped. I don't know why everyone ignored us. Jofa. Jofa, yeah. the official oh, jersey supplier. If, the gotta, if Nike comes in though, they have to re-release the white skates. <laughs> the white skates, of course. Come on now. I they were 2,000 so, pounds, but they look great. I was so fast in those. Coho or Jofa come back and like, we got the NHL deal guys, but they have no new technology. Like yeah, the players gotta, are wearing like 80 pound jerseys. You got to rock those buckets from the 80s. That is Salable. basically just like a wish and a prayer on your head. Yep. Let's do it. Jofa. Come on back. Although I would like to see Jofa upgrade the technology, but keep the shell the same. If that's mm. possible, like sure. the look remains, but <laughs> the protection is a percent safer. Back to you, Yamamoto and the delicious debate. <laughs> Come on, Nike, bring it in. Yeah. Um, but you've yeah. got to think though, by, by the amount of money they probably spend on the NFL and the NBA and the MLB. Come on, the NHL, that's a bargain. They're making oh, a yeah. lot of that too though, right? Yeah. Um, anyways, back to Yamamoto. It's a really strong <laughs> deal. And I think, again, it's great to look at this team. And I had a bit of a panic when I looked at their cap space for next season. And they only have $13.5 million in projected cap space next year. And I was like, shit, that's not a lot of money. But then you look and it's like, okay, well now McDavid, Drysaddle, Hyman, Nuge, Kane, and Yamamoto are all signed under that. Mm -hmm. So your top six is locked up. Done. On your blue line, Nurse, Barry, Cece, Kulak signed. Bouchard, team control, RFA, no Arbrights. Easy deal to get cheap if you want to, or you could go long-term with them. And Broberg. So like your six D-men and your top six forwards and one of your goalies, Skinner, RFA, Arbrights could get interesting, but won't be too crazy. The The point here is, this is the Oilers core for the next few years. Oh, you yeah. know, Pugliarvi's, a th they probably view him as more of a third line option right now, whether that's right or wrong. We don't need to get into that. But- if they wanted a year from now, their top six up front, their six defensemen and their two goalies will likely look the same. It's on this group to win now. Skinner's an RFA next year, right? With Arb. Yeah. Oh, with Arb? Yeah. But like, so he'll be back. So what are we talking like off the top of your head? Two mil? Yeah, maybe. Depends maybe. on what he plays maybe. this year. Two yeah, mil? Yeah. Well, if he plays like say 45%. Yeah, I'd say probably two mil. That's fair. So anyways, the point is this Yamamoto deal Although it's a two-year contract, I think it kind of cements him a little bit as, okay, you're a part of this core. Like, let's go. I wouldn't be surprised if McLeod gets two years now too. And they just really lock in this group and kind of give them the challenge of like, hey, you know, Connor and Leon, we got you, Hyman. We got you, Kane. You know, on, on the blue line, we got our pieces. We got you, Jack Campbell. This is your team. Go win. At this point, it's now up to the guys with the skates on their feet to yep. go out there and win. I mean, this is a very good team. On paper, mm -hmm. there's no reason why they can't go to the final. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's now on the guy. It's now on the player. So GM well done. Sit back. Enjoy the walk. Enjoy the ride. Watch it. Especially when Have you look around the there. West and like, look who was in the final four last year, right? Colorado got worse. Calgary got worse. Hmm? 
It's interesting. Well, that to me, that's the big thing is that the Oilers regular season should be better than their regular season was last year, just because you don't have that December month where we were just spinning our wheels full and, year of Woody and, and a full year of Woody. So that's not I, healthy. Like, yeah, there's just a, there's a lot no, to you gotta look get forward checked to. by a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Anything more than three, four hours, forget 12 months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good Lord. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, we are we are real life-esque today. We cannot <laughs> stay on topic. I had to close the custom Nike tab because I just need to focus. <laughs> you weren't even getting oiler shoes done there, by the way. No, I wasn't. No, you were doing, but you were going to match your hoodie that you're wearing right now. Yeah. Although those are probably going to come out. Those are going to be like $200 shoes though. 180 US, not including yeah, shipping. Yeah, yeah. So I'm definitely not buying those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yamamoto deal done. But to me, looking at Puckpedia, our friends at Puckpedia.com, with this contract signed and Clefbaum and Smith moving to LTIR, the Oilers effectively have $423,000 or they're effectively $423,000 over the cap. Still got McLeod to sign. Still got Tyler Benson to sign. What's going to happen? Somebody's got to go. There are three options. What are they? You trade Fogel for close to nothing. You trade mm-hmm. Pugliarvi for less than he's worth, or you find a team to take Tyson Berry, and then you have a hole on your blue line. I don't like these options. <laughs> no, they all kind of suck. So they- I would have to take option one, please. Fogel. Who do you miss? Who would you miss the least in this lineup? Yeah. I think there's maybe an argument to be made for Barry, but again, if you don't replace Barry, then all of a sudden you're sitting there being like, damn, wish we had Tyson Barry on the blue line. No, no. If you move Barry, you definitely have to replace him. And they were talking about this on the Gregor show yesterday, which kind of made me smile a little bit that if you did move Barry, just say you moved him over for relatively nothing, just picks and stuff. If you went to the UFA market, the only right-handed guy out there right now is PK Subban. But But he did say that it wasn't a good fit. Uh, yeah, Struddy wasn't a big fan of it. Um, I think PK would be a fine fit in Edmonton. PK was playing with a younger defenseman last year and they were just fine. I don't think he has the same. I don't know if, I think he's like toned down his, um, bravado or whatever. That kind of the thing that people didn't like him in the dressing room. Well, listen, if we got rid of Duncan Keith and his ability to hack angles from behind when no one was looking, we should probably bring in a guy who is known for allegedly, in my opinion, slew footing guys when no one's looking. <laughs> we will just never, if they sign Subban, we'll just be like, what are people, th- dangerous trips? Yeah, never talking about you're thinking of the other Subans. Yeah, yeah. This is like European hockey. This is North American. It's supposed yeah. to be tough. Um, but anyways, that's a good point. Like Subban played a lot last year with the younger D-men yep. in more of a top four role at times yeah. too, right? And here you'd be asking him to come in probably play with a younger D man in Broberg, but on a third pairing role where you could maybe shelter him a little bit. And I think you'd have to like speak to him before and go, Hey, listen, this is exactly what the role we're looking for. And for whatever reason they said yesterday on the show, um, that he's open to it. Mm -hmm. You had to be open to coming to Edmonton. I think to be fair, PK would be open to going to any one of the 32 teams. I'm actually stunned. He's even looking to play again. Like I, Oh, halfway through last year, I was kind of sitting there being like, ah, like his plays declining a bit. He's, he's made his money. Yeah. And he makes a lot of money off the ice. I thought he was going to go to ESPN. I thought he was going to be an analyst. So last year in 77 games, he has any rings. No rings. So one more more kick at the can. I mean, yeah, you've you've gone this long. You know, what's the, what's the point? Like go join this. And I don't want to call him a super team. Go, go buy, go join Leon and Connor and and all those guys over there and, and see what you can do for one more time. Yeah. So last year, 77 games, PK had five goals and 17 assists for 22 points. Definitely not the PK that we're talking about 10 years ago, but maybe still a serviceable guy who's playing that third line minutes and eating a little five on five time that CC doesn't have to deal with. I think he played, I think they were saying yesterday he had a a fair amount of PK time uh, last year as well. I'm surprised he's only 33 years old. For some reason, I thought he'd be older than that. He's one of those guys who's been around a long time. He has, yeah. Um, and you know, always in the news, right? So we've been hearing about him so 
for so long. Cause he, but he's also like, as a counter, I'm just thinking out loud now, if there's anybody who can just walk into a media role right now, it's probably PK. PK. He's pretty much doing it in the playoffs. So, but does he want to play or does he want to coast? I guess. Yeah. So if you were to trade Fogle for nothing, Okay, Holloway or someone takes that spot. You freed up 2.75 million. You can sign McLeod and then you could maybe go get a guy like Sonny Milano or something, right? Like you can maybe add to that Fogel spot. Sure. If you were to trade Barry for just say it's a pick, Barry for a pick <coughs> and you sign Subban for $1.5 million. Yeah, they had him at one to 1.5. Yeah. So you've now freed up 3 million bucks. Yep. You have Fogel on the team still. Yep. Your blue line, I think is the same. Like I think at five on five, Subban and Barry can give you comparable minutes. You could maybe sit there and be like, oh, you're losing something on the power play, but Bouchard can handle that. I'm sick of the debate that Bouchard can't handle on the power play. In the playoffs last year, there were games. Oilers down by a goal late. Bouchard on the ice. Oilers getting a power play against Colorado. Bouchard out first. And and whether people like it or not, Nurse can still go in there too. Yeah. So I think you... I think there is a case. And again, this isn't a perfect world. This is me being a little armchair GM, but Barry out Subban in for 1.5, just for simple math, saves you 3 million bucks. Fogel's still on your team. You have a bunch of forward competition. You need McLeod still though. Okay. You're signing McLeod for a million bucks. You still have $2 million extra. You can, you know, save that money, use it at the deadline. You can go sign a Sonny Milano and all of a sudden you have a stacked forward group because there's third liners playing on the fourth line and guys that can score on the ice at all times. Like, I don't know. I just think the Barry thing is probably the least realistic of Fogel, Pugliarvi, Barry. It's probably in that order of realistic, but it's probably the one where if you played your cards right, you can make yourself the better team. Yeah, I think you can just find a um, a player who's going to play that third line right-handed uh, minutes a little bit better than, than Barry will. But at the same time, you know what? Barry really stepped up in the playoffs last year. So maybe he's the type of guy who you kind of get through the regular season and when the playoffs are out, it's, you know, chips are on the table and let's go. We'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting. I personally think I'd like to see another defensive defenseman back there, but how do you make it fit? Maybe somebody leaves. I, don't know. I think you have to wait till the mid season, but I wouldn't see. be surprised if that happens either. I think that at the very least, very, very least, the Oilers are more than good enough to start the season the way they are right now. This team right now wins the division. Uh, I want to give a shout out to our friends at Cornerstone Insurance. Check them out at cornerstoneins.ca. All the products you could ever hope for in your life, auto, residential, commercial, life insurance. Citizens of Oilers Nation get themselves a discount. And if you listen to last week's Oilers Nation radio, you heard a excellent Excellent review from Tyler Uramchuk on the services provided by our friends at Cornerstone Insurance. And I haven't crashed yet, so I haven't had to use the insurance, but it's nice to have it. And they were great to deal with. Shout out to my boy, Bill. Cornerstoneins.ca. You can be a happy customer just like Tyler. Good. Good. Of course. Excellent. Uh, Since we're talking contracts, may as well talk about the one that signed down the road last night. Jonathan Huberdeau, after coming over in the trade for what's that guy's name again? I can't remember. Matthew Kachuk. Mm. <laughs> Keith. Uh, shout out to Keith Kachuk. Huberdeau signed a monster deal last night with the Calgary Flams. Eight years, 10.5 million bones, a lot of salary bonus or uh uh, signing bonus mixed in there as well. Tyler, I'll start with you down at the end of the table. Your first kind of reaction thoughts to this Huberdeau contract. My first reaction was like, hey, good for Calgary. Like, again, you traded Kachuk. You made that big move and you, you know, I, I still think this deal could have looked good if they sold off Huberdeau and Uyghur at the deadline. But 
Bradtree living is trying to keep his job to an extent, right? Like mm-hmm. that's a big part of this year. And Huberto came top three in league scoring last season. I know he's never really put up numbers like that before. And he was playing with Barkov and all that, but he's still a legit impact player. $10.5 million is a lot of money. And the back end of that deal is not going to be great. It rarely ever is when you sign veteran free agents and guys of that sort of star status like Huberto is. But we know the cap at some point over the course of that eight-year, seven-year deal, whatever, is going to take a big jump up. And there's probably going to be a point towards the end when it's not aging well, when it's only 10% of your cap or 9% of your cap. I really think the cap could jump up that much in years four, five, six, and seven of this contract. So I I understand why people look at that and go, who kicks in when he's 30? You're paying him until he's like 37. Like, holy shit, that's a lot of money for an old guy. But think of what you're getting in the next two, three years of your Calgary. And if you're Brad Tree living and you lost Jonathan Huberto and you lost Mackenzie Weger, you probably lose your job as well. So tree living was, again, similar to the trade, backed into a corner a little bit with what he could do because he's trying to keep this window open for the Flames. And he did exactly that. He accomplished his goal. He's keeping the window open for the team. So, again, the people who want to jump all over this and talk about how shitty Calgary is, keep doing it because it's hilarious. And I love watching them get ripped. But in this case, I, I think the deal's okay. Yeah. It feels like to me that other fan bases and the flames fan base kind of forced this deal before it needed to happen. Yeah. That, that, and, and your, your points about tree living are, are just on the head, but it just feels like a guy made a deal for an extra couple schmill just to keep his, keep his head from rolling at the end of the season next year. Probably. And that's silly to me. And so, yes, I love it as an Oilers fan. It's great. you got, you got Huberto to replace Kachuk and Gaudreau and Uyghur makes your defense better but their defense was already pretty good. Yeah. They they've always struggled to score goals. So I don't know. It's uh, for me as an Oilers fan, I love it. I'm, I'm happy to see it. And I don't think that Hubert, like the shocking is the craziest part to me is that what if Huberto comes in and him and Lindholm don't click? Yeah. But I think when you, when you're trying to build like a bit more of a balanced top six, like Calgary is their depth down the middle, I guess, isn't good. Cause yeah, I know that's a good point down. Like if he doesn't click with Lindholm, you're playing with backland. Yeah. Like Backlund's 33. Now he he's his best days are, behind him now. Um, so I just, I, I asked the question, risk, yeah. why do you sign a guy to that kind of smoke before you even see him play a game in your jersey? Maybe him and Sean Monaghan click. Yeah. I actually just, I had that thought just from a human level, from Huberto's perspective, I find it interesting. I guess maybe if I had that many zeros in front of me, I probably wouldn't care either, but uh, just signing an extension, a max term extension on a place you've never really spent any time at all. I found that interesting. Maybe people, he's a big fan of the mountains. But people told him it's the best city in Canada. That's just part of the UFA situation, right? Like you probably never played there before and you're taking your big ass contract. And like a lot of his money is in, is in signing bonus, right? Yes. And I believe that goes back to where he lives, which is Florida. Therefore there's no, uh, there's no tax on that. So he's making a lot of money right there. I'm not sure. Christ, yeah. Am I talking to TD bank over here? How do yeah. you know that? I, uh, I, I read, I, I, I read a tweet earlier today. <laughs> uh, to and Rick question. will do your taxes this year, by the way, everybody. <laughs> to answer your question, Tyler, I think that came out from his, uh, from his com- press conference this morning or his video chat this morning. He said that uh, multiple players called and told him that Calgary is the best city in Canada. Yeah. They raved about the saddle dome, but Johnny Gaudreau <laughs> said that Columbus is the best city. Well, you know, in Calgary, you're only three hours away from the mall. So, that is true. Yeah, you can come up here and go check out the mall. Uh, Look, I know if Oilers fans, we really can't say too much right now. And there is a Nike outlet in that Chinook Center. Oof. That's a big draw. Oof. Well, we need next time we go down to Calgary, we need to check out the Chinook Center Nike outlet store. We're going to leave at like 8 a.m. then. 
Yeah. It takes us long enough to get down there anyways. Yeah, that is true. That's fine. Um, for me, I just thought signing up Huberto, I was a little bit surprised that they didn't do it kind of in season. I thought they would at least kind of see how things went first. Doesn't that but scare you as a GM? Yeah. That 100%. puts you right back in the Goudreau situation. 100%. And I think that Tree Living is fighting for his job. All of that is correct. I'm just, I'm going to be really interested to see how he actually puts up points in Calgary. Different market, different pressure, horrible arena. He's not playing with Barkov. No beach time. And Look, it's a, it's a different game over here too, right? Like, yeah. I don't know what it's like over there and playing all those teams, but you're now you're in Alberta. You're in the Pacific division. It's the game is played differently out here. You just never dealt with all the travel. He has been over like people saying, like, obviously 115 points is like career year stuff for him. points three years ago. But yeah, like he's been over a point a game four seasons in a row. Like, you know, it's, it's not like this guy was, you know, a 40, 50 point guy. Then like magically road shotgun with Huberto and put up these godly numbers. Like, Barkoff. no, like he is Huberto. Sorry, Barkov. Barkoff. He <laughs> is Jonathan Huberto. He's he, always riding shotgun. He didn't himself. play. He didn't play with Barkov all that much either. Yeah. He was playing on that. However, at the same time, um, when you're not playing with Barkov, he's taken probably the bigger competition which makes the things a little bit easier for you. Yeah. And the Panthers, you know, their power play was really well or really good too. And all of that stuff. Um, but for people talking about the age and all that fun stuff, we are very close to having to resign, resign um, Leon Dreisaitl, who's going to be 28 years old at that point, And he's going to get an eight year deal. And it's going to be one year short of 37 being 36. And we're going to give him all this money. So if you say the, Oh, you know, the age and the fall off and all this stuff about the Huberto contract, well, guess what? We're in the same situation with, with Leon right away and Connor right after that, you know? except that, Leon Dreisel has been in Edmonton Oilers for the last previous eight years of that. Time. Doesn't change the fact he's going to be 36, making well $13 million. Yeah, that's fair. You know, it's interesting. So I'm actually, the people saying riding shotgun with Barkov, I'm looking at who he played with the most last Sam season. Sam Steele and Sam Bennett. Sam Bennett, and I forget the other guy. He spent, so last year at five on five, 607 minutes with Bennett as his centerman. 436 minutes with Anthony Duclair. That's who it was. And only 200 minutes with Barkov. So yeah. he like mainly played with Bennett and Duclair. He wasn't with Barkov all that much, which is but, interesting. But you do get the secondary competition yeah, at that point, right? Yeah. Um, and he's definitely not getting that now. But that brings up a great point with Leon Drysettle. You know, we still have three more years of this guy at eight and a half. What a fucking bargain of a deal that is now. Um, I still laugh and think, cause you know, at the time it was like, Ooh, a little bit of an overpay. Can you imagine if they would have gotten him at the time for like 7.5? They like, could have signed if they him, got they, him to the Pasternak deal that was signed right after. They could have got him the year before at like less than seven. Cause that's when Barkov went for his right. whatever, right? It would have been essentially the same contract. But yeah, like Leon Dreisaitl as a 29 year old unrestricted free agent, that dude's going to get some smoke. 13, 14 million, 13, probably 13, probably like McKinnon's probably going to set the market at 15. Which will have to stay there till Connor's contract. I don't see anybody getting it. I guess uh, Matthews will be up in between. Yeah, old so. Austin is up here right away. Oh, fuck. He's only got two years left on his deal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is it two years? Yeah, he yeah. signed for like yeah. 45 minutes. Yeah. So signed for like a three-course entree. He's like, I'll stick around for a little bit, I suppose. <laughs> I know. I saw Frank Saravalli um, said he would be shocked if Austin leaves Toronto. But what's it going to cost, though? Because that and dude is going to rip. If you're They're Ma already in contract. Though. You're Matthews and you see just how beautiful that arena is on the ASU campus. I'm just not <laughs> sure how you could stay away. Can like, can we, let's talk about that arena for a second. <laughs> sure. I would love to go to a game there. 
But you're also very love. happy. You're also very happy that it's a different city's team. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to go be watching my team at home in an arena that you're not allowed to play on weekends or even have your own logo <laughs> on the ice. But like, <laughs> I feel like as an Oilers fan, if we went down there for an Oilers game, that'd be so much fun. So do they just use like a light? And just keep it on the whole time. I think they are going to have their logo somewhere on the ice. They I just think to. the report got like misconstrued because I think it was like they can't do it without ASU's approval. But I'd have a hard time believing ASU is going to be like, uh, no, go fuck yourself. <laughs> we swap they it out with the said, Oil Kings, uh, don't we? We swap already, ours with the Oil Kings, right? No, the Oil Kings don't get their logo on not, the ice until the, the playoffs. Till the, the Oilers are out. Oh, okay. Though ASU has already said they can't play on weekends for like the first three months of the season. So like, would that be that surprising? And every player has to be in bed by nine o'clock. <laughs> Just yeah. in their dorm room. Yeah. Not be in bed yet. Lights out by 1030. Yeah. If they catch you, <laughs> forget about it. Oh, the jokes of this is going to be, how many years of this do we get? Three? Wow. They got to like build a whole new arena. Yeah, they still have to build a new city too, don't they? <laughs> I, I, I just think it'd be great to go see a game there. When would you get a chance to see an NHL game? In but an never, arena? hopefully. But here's, but here's never, my, hopefully. Here's my problem with going to that game, though, is the cost of the ticket for the top of the 5,000-seat stadium versus the bottom of it yeah. is not that different, right? It's $300 to sit at the top of the section, <laughs> and it's $325 to be in front row. Yeah, but so it's, like, 300, it's like sitting in the top of our first bowl. Great seats no matter what. Yeah. yeah. All expensive. No every matter, single one. They're three hundred dollars. It's something. It's something outrageous. I hot. guarantee you, on the secondary market, there'll be cheap yeah. tickets. Oh yeah, for sure. All those well, poor uh, people buying season tickets, and I can't go to this game. What are going to resell them for? Going down to seventy five dollars, like forty eight fifty in fees. A couple of hot it. dogs involved. Like, yeah, we have a I have a pack of hot dogs you can take with you too. There you go. They have to have like some sort of deal that's like students. Like a uh, every game we release two hundred student tickets or something. Do you if think you buy Arizona State season tickets? You get Coyotes. Dude, do you for think free? you have to like if you have a student ticket? Do you have to show your student ID? Or could we get or, or could student tickets like turn around and start selling their tickets? Oh, can you imagine? They're getting all these free student <laughs> tickets and they're turning around and selling them for 200 bucks a pop. Hell yeah. That's a hell of a deal. Oh, I can't. I'm trying to look at if I can buy some tickets right now on the podcast. Can't. Can't. Um, 404 errors. Fucking yeah. They're trying to, regi- they're trying to register their students right now. They don't have they don't <laughs> the, the place for this. Let's see if I can get this one here. This, uh, the talk about, sweet. talk about dry sidle. Reminds me of a question I wanted to float your guys' way. Hang on. Float it. Oh, you're still uh No, go for it. Yeah, I'm 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 working on something from Rick and I over here. Making a pack here. Yep. (laughs) You were designing your own shoes. I'm designing my own Arizona Coyotes ticket pack. Yeah. I'm very intrigued to see how this plays out. Yeah. I can't see pricing. So what's the, what's the, what's the Leon? What's the Leon situation? We're talking about Leon, right? Like I think everyone would agree. He's probably the biggest value contract on the Oilers. Eight and a half million dollars. Easily. How many Oilers would you say are overpaid? for what they bring to the team. Oh, how dare And you. how many Oilers would you say are underpaid for what they bring to the team? Ryan Nugent Hopkins underpaid by half. Thoughts? I He was going to be one of my guys I threw in the <laughs> overpaid category. <laughs> he didn't have a great year last year. No. And like, you know, if Nuge was making 4.125, you probably feel a lot better about what he brings to the table. 5.125 is like a little rich for that. Or if he's just back at his normal production, then you're probably like, oh, it's But he fine. does a lot of non-offensive stuff too. Yeah, and that's fair. Like he, you know, kills penalties and all that yeah. stuff. So it's not like the most egregious overpay again, like even 500,000 cheaper. I think you'd hear a lot less complaints about it. Plus you wanted to keep that guy as an oiler for life. So like, it makes sense. Darnell um, Nurse is overpaid. Yeah. I'll so just get that one out of the way. Nurse is the big one, right? Because that contract, you'd like to see it 
two and a half cheaper, two cheaper, two million cheaper, like seven point two five. Two bridges cheaper. Wow. One bridge. Well, that was or the issue. Bridge, right? Well, so that's like we're talking about Evan Bouchard before. Like they need to learn some of those lessons based on what just happened with Darnell Nurse. Though. The only thing is yeah. they won't have that flat cap for fucking six years after after you bridge um Bouch for two. I would do that's eight fair. years on Bouch now. Yeah, but I don't think you can. I don't. You're going to find a lot of money in there. Yeah, you got to make it work. Somebody's mm-hmm. got to go next year. Well, figure it out. Um, and Nurse hasn't played one year at 9.25 yet either, by the way. No, he hasn't. And I mean, again, if he gives them top pairing minutes and people need to forget what he did in the playoffs because he was he was hurt, man, walking around with a peg leg, more or less like the regular human being had the same injury and to go from one side of the, ho- the hospital to the other side, he needed a wheelchair. Yeah, like it's wild. And Darnell's out there playing 30 minutes and everybody wants to Are sit here and go. about Dakin? Yeah. And everybody <laughs> wants to sit here and, and, and rip apart uh, Nurse for this stuff. It's absolutely ridiculous. And shout out our friend Travis Dakin. Other, and where I was going to this, like, it's like Nurse overpaid. You know, Tyson Berry isn't overpaid. He's just, the Oilers don't need to spend that money yes, on him because of position. Bouchard, right? So I wouldn't call him overpaid you could maybe argue jack hamble but we haven't seen him here so it's hard to say he's overpaid when you look at this team it's actually really interesting like Connor mcdavid is underpaid way leon dry is underpaid way zach hyman for now is market value yep evander kane could be a bargain yep mm-hmm. yamamoto is a good deal pull is a good deal so fogel i guess like fogel overpaid. It, it's really impressive and, and even Grant, that's not by a bunch yeah. no not not crazy like maybe go, a million dollars they had to go the buyout route right so that's maybe the trade-off as you look at this team you go ah oh, they're not really there aren't really a lot of bad contracts right now and then you look and see Three neil and, and secker on buyout and you go okay well that's the trade-off right you have some dead money on your buyouts yeah. but the contracts you have are all relatively freshly signed and you don't have a lot of bad deals there, but it was, I just thought it was interesting. This town, unfortunately, is going to hork off the hell out of Nurse. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's just this town. I think other fan bases are doing. The I same don't thing. care what other. But fan no, we just have to do the same thing back to them and just compare nah, everybody to Drysaddle. Nah, compare every silly. contract to Drysaddles. I uh, yeah, Daryl's contract is thick. But he was he was top seven in Norris two years ago. Something he like was that? up there, yeah. yeah like people forget he had a great season. And then, and then last year he again he was he was with Bush for a lot of it, right? So you're kind of just bringing along the kid. He was hurt at the end of the year. Like, give him a full season Especially with a with, quality uh, with with CC with a quality partner and who Dave can Manson. do his own thing and Dave Manson out there and and let's see what he can do. Give I him a little don't, bit I, of his uh, scoring touchback. He can he nice can too. get him he can get himself to an eight eight and a half type of uh, uh, player. And I don't think that's too, I don't think that's asking too much. I don't think it's too out of the realm of thinking. No. And again, the thing you need to remember when you look at these contracts, again, fully acknowledging that yes, he's overpaid, but you're buying, you're buying UFA years off a guy like that is expensive. And you might be doing this in order to keep Connor and Leon at the end of it. It's probably part of it. But you know, Darnell nurse is the seventh highest paid defenseman in the NHL. You know, he's probably not, or no, I can say that he isn't a top 10 D-man in the NHL. Top 15? I wouldn't have him top 15. But he's, you know, if if every team got has one top pairing guy, he's he's a top 30 D-man in the NHL. I think you could maybe say if he has a bounce back season, he's a top 25 guy pushing a top 20. But there's no denying he's overpaid. And he can eat the minutes in the top five. Yeah. And he can eat minutes. And, and that's really all you need from him, right? Like you don't, 
as much as it'd be great, you don't need a big point producer on the back end who's going to score you 80, 90 points. Like, you just need someone who's going to eat your minutes for you, right? Like, let Connor and Leon do their thing. He's still going to get 40 points. Everyone who sits there and, bl- and, and compares him to Makar, Makar is just such a yeah. defensive unicorn Makar. right now. It's absolutely ridiculous. Like, it's stupid. Like, anybody who wants to sit there and go, Whoa, Makar, you're an idiot. Stop it. This is not, not a fair. Compared to, um, like, Con- Makar. That's it. Him and Connor should be, like, you know. Yeah, they're, like, in his position. He's the, he's, he has all these, these silly tools that, Nobody else has all these silly tools. Yeah. Absolute freak. That kid. Absolute freak. Mm-hmm. Why are you just, was the point of the exercise just kind of, the others are in a pretty good shape. Is that what yeah. you were kind of thinking, Tyler? Yeah, I think so. Like outside of Darnell nurse, there really isn't a contract that you could have like a big, big complaint about. And that's good. Especially when you look again, like the Calgary flames are still paying Milan Lucic five point whatever million dollars. Granted, the Oilers are also paying him $750,000. I would happily pay for him to be a Calgary Flame. Yeah. And you just kind of go and that price. you go through a lot of teams and it's like, ooh, ugly contract there. Ooh, really ugly contract there. Like in Buffalo is going to be paying Jeff Skinner nine mil for another five seasons. That's Ouch. bananas. Like the Tyler, uh, what's the Tyler Sagan one in Dallas? Ooh, Not great. Like, yeah, that's ugly too. Like Sagan and Ben basically being like fringe top six wingers or top six forwards and making nine. Oh God, I shouldn't have signed myself up for this math. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh, 19.35 million. He easily yes. could have said 19 ish. Yeah. 19 ish. I would have accepted the issue. Now you're going to have all sorts of people. No, he's 100% right. I was going to say, he's going to have all sorts of people on Twitter, like double checking this. You mentioned as a guy for the others who could be a little bit oversigned, but we don't know because we haven't seen him is Jack Campbell. I just want to ask you guys, what do you think is an appropriate split for Jack Campbell? Games wise? Yeah. Because his career high so far is 49 games played. That was last year with Toronto. So he's our starter. He's here. 52 games. 52 games for him, 30 for Skinner. I think that's a really, really nice number. Yeah, I was going to say nothing more than 60, hopefully. No. I think anything over 50 and you've probably had him starring for you, not just, you know, playing well. Good. That's the, that's the, yeah. I mean, if you get to 60, it's most likely because he's just, he's on fire. I am so not looking forward to the, cause it will come at some point next season. Campbell will have two bad games and Skinner will come in. And if Skinner plays well, he'll have like, you know, let's say Skinner has like five good games. Some point next season, we're having the conversation. Trade Campbell. Well, why did you even (laughs) sign Campbell? What a way you had. You could have put a good veteran with Skinner and all the people who shit on Mike Smith for two years will suddenly be like, I could have just gotten a good vet for two million bucks and putting him with Skinner. You know, (laughs) it's Smitty that hurt. Come on, guys. I, uh, I think this is a great situation for Skinner. Great. Fantastic. He comes in. There's a guy who's going to shoulder the bulk of the games. He can. Learn by all accounts, Jack Campbell is a sweetheart of a man. Mm-hmm. How could that not be a great tandem? Yeah. And again, it's just we we maybe haven't been in this spot for a while, like since a long the, while where we go and pay a go goalie to Boulin. be a number one for us. Like, were you, you, Abby Boulin? That's not, I mean, he's he was well, a 30, he was a free agent, he was the same age as, he was, as, as Rolly was. And he just, time. and he had just taken the Blackhawks to the, I believe the conference finals. I mean, Nico kind of got paid to be our number one. Yeah. Yeah. But true. everyone knew that he was never going to be a number one, right? The, the money was there, but the expectations were never there on Miko. And when he failed, it was just kind of like, God, like fuck this team with Miko. Why did they sign him? But with Campbell, it'll be a different mindset. Cause I think the expectation and the money is saying this guy should be your number one. When they signed Miko, was he still, he was with uh, Talbot at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then Talbot got traded for Anthony Stolars. 
who's now actually a pretty good goalie in Anaheim, which is weird. Sweet. <laughs> uh, we couldn't even retain his rights because they didn't play him enough. Good times. Right. <laughs> what Click. a conversation that was when there was like three games left in the regular season. And we Don't were like, play just, just play it. Or you could have retained his rights if they just played him once. Yep. And it yep. was like, just we're out of the playoffs. Just keep his rights. Yeah. And the others were like, ah, ah throw me go again. Let's go. Ahead. Yeah. We don't need to retain a guy's See rights, even if you don't want to sign him down the line, but having the option, we don't need it. We don't need it. All right. Well, it is what it is. We'll see how it goes. Thankfully, it's time to pivot. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Montana's? Ask the idiots. Mm. Yesterday, we went and did real life at a Montana's location at South Edmonton Common. I ate so many ribs. And we ate 10 racks between two, four of us. Was that what it was? Yes, sir. I didn't eat when I went home last night. I ate so many ribs and I hashtag get Montana's messy. I did. I did. I got Montana's full. I got Montana's full too. I did too. It was so I'm good. In, I'm impressed that you guys were able to go shopping and stuff afterwards. I went directly home and laid on the couch. <laughs> I was not that far behind you because eventually I did just plant my, actually, no, that's a lie. I went coughing last night. <laughs> yeah. I got home and took the dog for a walk. So I had to like walk off Burn some of that off. delicious well, that's meat. That's smart. So Montana's, if you don't know, all you can eat ribs. What else do you need to know? And just for the record, they're baby back ribs. So these are like top of the line. Get Montana's messy. That is the hashtag to use if you're on social media. You can win weekly prizes from Montana's. I recommend you go. We had a great time last night. The sides were good. French Cornbread was lovely. Cornbread. Mm-hmm. Come on. Get Montana's messy with us. Check them out. Montana's barbecue on Twitter and Instagram. If you don't know about Ask the Idiots, you guys submitted questions over the last week. The boys have not seen them. I'm going to read them out and we will get everybody's first reaction. Good? Of course. Gonna start with Rick. With all signs pointing to Bouchard now being number one defensive option on D or offensive option on D, I should mm-hmm. say. Sorry. What do you project his point total will be for the upcoming year? And what would you say for a next contract? So that's a two-part question on Bouchard. What did he get last year for points? 40 something. I'll give you that one second. 
So I think he'll have a little boost. So let's call him 50 to 55 points. So last year in 81 games played, he had 43 points. Yeah. So I think with, uh, with the majority of the power play, because he did not get majority of the power play last year. And that shot that just kind of finds its way through. Mm-hmm. I think 55 points is more than reasonable. So let's call it 55 points. And I honestly believe that just with the, with everything out there, it's going to have to be a two year contract. Um, and it's going to be probably three to four ish nation. Dad, how many points for dad? And what does that next contract look like? Well, for me, it's hard because we haven't seen a full year of Odia Croft yet. So I don't know if he's trusts Bouchard fully yet. Uh, you know, in the past, I would say that I could see, still see nurse taking a lot of his reps there. And if Barry's on this team, still taking some of the reps, but with Woodcroft in place, I'll say he breaks the 50 point mark when it comes to the contract afterwards. I don't know. It's a tough, it's a tough thing. Cause we said he had Arbright's right. Yeah. So what does that, what does that put him at for a, like a starter conversation? It's like two, Hundred thousand a point, or hundred thousand. Yeah, point, so right? you're probably looking so at five four or five. Say, yeah, if I'm saying he's yeah. fifty point guy, then two point five. Yeah, I could see that for a couple of years. I could see them bridging again. They just can't. They can't give him that big one quite yet. Just we need that cap to go up first, yep. and he'll understand. Taylor Yamchuk. Mm-hmm. Points projection. I think you'll get more, contract. I think you'll get more power play time next year. Um, I think you'll have a bit of a bigger role. The Woodcroft thing will help just a young player maturing a little bit too. You know, that, that always, you know, that could lead to a bump, although players don't always develop in straight lines, but still uh, he had 43 points last year, 12 goals, 31 assists. So I will say 16 goals and 40 assists for 56 points. And his next contract, they'll go long-term eight years by 5.25. I'm going to say he probably wouldn't sign that. I was going to say, do you think he signs that? I'd probably be, I could see them doing like five years by four and a half, maybe. Right. Like I think it's, I still think it's like two till the, till the raise goes up and then he gets his big one. Maybe I'm going to say 50 plus points and I'm going to say eight by five, eight by five. It's coming. It'd be so nice. It'd be so nice. It'd be beautiful. Then when Bouchard's popping home 60 plus points for the next half a decade, they're mm-hmm. sitting there just laughing. I was yep. going to say, what kind of defensemen are getting paid $5 million right now though? Not a lot of good ones. That's why you got to go do it now. Tell yeah. him, dad, um, you can take care of your family forever. So in that range, <laughs> if we were to do it, players who signed as RFAs like for that kind of money. Well, and this is where it's just going to be so tough. Cause like, if Bouchard explodes this season, the Oilers are going to be in a world of hurt. Like Zach Wierenski got 9.5 million. McAvoy, 9.5. You know, forget McCarr and Fox are on a different level, but like he's probably like, fuck, Provorov got 6.75. Josh Morrissey got 6.25. Matt Dumba got six. These are all guys who signed as RFAs. Eight by six. I'll give him, I'll give him Dumba I think it ha- Morrissey money in a I second. think it'd have to be eight by six then if you're going to go long-term with him. That's a big ticket, but like, damn. But there's no way you don't see him being a $6 million player, especially yeah, when the cap goes up. 100%. Yeah. Yep. I could honestly see, I mean, I'm just drinking the Kool-Aid now. It is delicious. It is Kool-Aid mm-hmm. season. I could see Bouchard turning into a Mike Green type producer. Yeah. You could explain that for some of the younger kids here. If you don't know who Mike Green was, first <laughs> of all, long time Oiler. <laughs> Oiler great. We'll two, remember him always two games, 100, 120 minutes. I, think, I did about see that. the second game he played in Vegas. He did get hurt that game, but I was there. Uh, but once upon a time, Mike green was a point per game defenseman for the Washington capitals and the Detroit Wings. So 
I could see your dad being that guy. Question number, what was that? The first one? Yep. Question number two. Daniel. Yes. We're going to Toronto next week. Mm-hmm. Do any of you think that if you stood on top of the CN Tower and threw a baseball that you could land it inside of the Rogers Center? Someone did the math on this. I think it was Sean McKenzie. I have an answer. Oh, yeah. I just, I, I, like, like on the needle? Like on the top of it or just on the viewing? Deck? I don't know. Viewing deck. Yeah, but the it's viewing not deck, that far away from Rogers. I have it? no idea how far it is. away. They're it is. like pretty much right oh, next to each other. Yeah. No, they're, yeah, they're. So I think with the height. Yeah, I'd say you could. I say I could. I believe in me. I would arc a rainbow. Can you throw it over the river too? I cannot. So I think the issue would be that at some point, like gravity pulls yeah. it down. And like, even if you threw a rainbow, like you'd get some distance and it would fall. Yeah. Um, but, oh, someone answered this on TikTok. Do they no? I was like, do they do it? No, you can't do that. That'd be they get in trouble. That'd be murder. <laughs> That's attempted murder. Oh, we're you I have. So what we've it, got here is, is, is a. Oh, a if anybody code. here says they can't do it, I'm going to look down at them. So I'm, what I'm seeing right here is a 170 yeah, they're, they're right meters. There, I've got Google Maps open. We've got 170 meters. That's a walk. It's right there. They're right next to each other. I'm going to say guaranteed. Yeah. I do it. Yes, no problem. You might overshoot it. Yeah, exactly. I may have to underhand it, but I think Tyler's right. I think gravity would kick in at some point and it would just, well, it's obviously, but I don't think it's, if you have enough velocity on it going. Yeah. It's not like it's going to, it's not like it's going to take a straight drop. drop, drop. Okay. So some people on Reddit, like did the math. (laughs) Go ahead. Do you want me to read it with the math? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Cause we'll understand it. Okay. So if we throw it at a straight horizontal, we can find the time to hit the ground, ignoring air resistance by insert this formula. So the ball takes (laughs) 8.3 seconds to reach the ground. The required horizontal speed is again, ignoring air resistance, 200 meters per 8.3 seconds, which is equal to 24 meters per second or 53.6 miles per hour. That's pretty fast for an average person, but an athlete like me could do that. I disagree. I don't think that's that. I don't think that's that much gas. 56 that, miles an hour. 53.6 miles per hour. 53 point. I'll go to K days right now and fucking pump that gun. I'll double that. Double that. <laughs> 112. He's going to throw a 112. Get signed um, by a major league team because of a bet on a yeah, podcast. Yeah. That's awesome. Anyway. So I don't know. Yeah. It's tough. Listen, but, throwing, but it's throwing at a direct horizontal. I'm not throwing almost, at direct horizontal. It, it, dude, it's almost impossible. But that's, uh, but I mean, that's the way yeah, that I'm you throwing make up. the math work though. Right? Well, no, I think you can, find, so you can find a regular. Mm, does the math suggest yes though? Is that the point of this nerdery? I think so. Well, yeah, that's, scroll that's, to the bottom. That's, that's, yes throwing, or no. that's throwing straight out from you from the top of the CN tower. So yes, because we would, nobody throws like that. Everybody would be throwing it like at least a 45 degree angle. Right? Well, I mean, yeah, I usually throw it has, a, yeah. has some elevation on it. Yeah. 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 Is so there room for a crow hop? I don't think there is. I think there's room for a crow hobbit bin up there. It's not a big one. You might be a little worried by the time you get to the, uh, when you follow through, <laughs> you, have be, you have to be attached by a cable just to make sure someone's in front of you holding yeah. and make sure you don't fall. It's terrifying up there, by the way, you guys, like, I really hope you guys do it. And you got it. You have to do the, uh, the, the walk on the glass floor. I'll do that. I'll tell you this right now. Like it was, you're a little bit hesitant. So you're kind of like, there's, there's a bit of a frame and down the middle. So you kind of like walking on that at first taking some deep breaths. And then you see like some seven-year-old beside you yeah, coming. Yeah. Like they're coming. They're like, they're, they're, they're as hard as they can just trying to jump through it. And you're like, what the 
Yeah, yeah. What are you kids, doing, kid? Like, get the hell out of yeah, here. Yeah, kids still, are menaces. I was just oh, in the stratosphere terrible. last week, and it's 700 feet shorter than the CN Tower. So, <laughs> same thing. I was out, uh, up there, and I did the I did hug the wall initially. I, was, I, I, I walked on the glass, and you, 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 whatever, you figure that part out. But yeah, these kids out there trying to, you know, just like jump right through it. You're like, what are you doing, yeah. man? I get like queasy just standing at the base of the CN Tower and looking up. Oh, do not look up. And the and the elevator, I believe, is uh, it's glass. So he's like, as you put, you I just watch. Do that. It's not that part's not that bad because you go so fast and you can't really look down just the way it goes. So you just look. That part wasn't that bad. When you get outside though, and you start looking down, that's another story. I want to go up there when we're in Toronto. It's expensive. You have to. I don't think, actually, I don't remember. I, it was, I, I was there a like, long, I want to say it's like 40, 50 bucks just to go up. Well, then I'll go up there for 40 or $50 and mentally confirm my belief in myself that I could throw a ball from the CN tower into the Roger center. That's sure. Fair. Take some photos. Yeah. Like I would even just be like, Oh, my arm angles. Perfect. <laughs> 53 miles an hour. Security, get the fuck out of here. Security guard tackles I, you. Cause he thinks you're throwing an actual ball. I think a part of the debate too. And again, I can't find the Twitter thread. I just looked for it, but it was like, could you not only get it into the stadium, but is there enough gas for you to like get it to second base? Like, could you throw someone out at nah, second? You need not a friendly <laughs> role. Not, not like not with any semblance of accuracy. No. That's silly. No, but like the distance wise. I couldn't even throw it from left field to second base. Fair. That's fair. That's also you got jammed. Your finger got jammed up. It's uh, it's pretty hurt. It's pretty hurt. That is actually really hurt. That is very purple. That is purple. She's pretty thick these days. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't stop line drives straight on with your finger. You should use, I think on the other hand, uh, you have this, it's like a a glove. Bunch of leather. I think you're supposed to use that one. Yeah, I know. So I should bring my mitt then to the Jays game. You got a a new glove. You didn't want to use it. We are in the, I have a Nike glove actually. Crazy enough. And I didn't want to use it. I'm going to be bringing my mitt just in case I got to protect my boy Tyler. We are, we are sitting out in a home run patio. Hmm. We believe Matt Chapman. The Matt Chapman dinger is coming right to me. I like Chappy has been dropping them in that little area where there's mm-hmm. no fans though. Oh yeah. I Get can't wait gym. till we talked about it last week, but I can't wait till they do the renos and there's fans all the way around. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. I also, like Dan said, before we started recording, I wish that the, <laughs> the bullpens were raised so we could yell at some pitchers. Well, if you're going to be as, if I can just picture where you guys are, they should be right underneath you. We can still yell at them. They just may not acknowledge <laughs> us. <laughs> now, here's my question. You guys want to be on the side by the, the Jays or the, uh, the opposition? Oh, you got the opposition. Exactly. You want to, I want uh, the opposition. We went to a Riverhawks game a couple weeks ago and I was definitely at my chirps are a plus right now. So you haven't lost anything. No, 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 not at all. Uh, so question two, ask the idiots for our friends of Montana's. Yes, we can throw a baseball from the CN tower. And everybody's saying yes, sir, by the way. Although Tyler, did you give an answer? Could you do it? Can I throw a ball? Yeah, I think so. Yes. Fifty-three point six miles an hour. Fest with chairs on their backs. Oh, that's of Backpacks. Jay's going to folk fest. Jay is enjoying. Can a- we yell at him? Yeah. yeah open the window. Open say the hi. window. He's oh, doing those, a port. Those actual backpack chairs. Oh yeah. Well, wow. They make a whole system. Like this is not their first time. They do this every no, no, year. No, 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 wow. No. Do I remember the time when they had intern Chris camp out to get tickets? Yeah, I remember that too. Have fun, Jay. Did you tell oh, him we're on a podcast right now? No idea. It's us. He waved. He <laughs> He's waving. There it goes. Enjoy Folk Fest, everybody. If you're out there, everybody's going to have a good time. Folk Fest. Yeah. You know, I think the, uh, the weather is kind of swapped for them earlier this week. It looked like it's going to pour all day today, yeah. but really? I think it's going to be okay. Yeah. Question number three. Ask the idiots for our friends at Montana's Montana. Yeah, of course we are. Get Montana's messy. That's what we're talking about. Tyler, I'm going to start with you. Which prospect in the Oilers system currently do you think will have the biggest impact within the next three years? 
Toss up, toss up. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. And I'm not, I'm going to, I'm going to amend the question a little bit. Like a guy like Bouchard who played a full year last year, he's off the table. Um, I'll go ahead and I'll say Dylan Holloway. I think if he finds his footing in the NHL, he could be a nice top six piece or even a guy who drives offense on the third line. So Holloway's my answer. I like that. Nation Dan. What was the question? Sorry. (laughs) Which prospect that was not a regular last year. That was my amendment. Will have the biggest impact within the next three years. I, I feel like I feel like Marcus Niemelainen is going to come into this lineup at some point and just be our Gator and just be our solid shutdown defenseman. I I I don't know. I just like his physicality. I think Woodcroft likes him as a player. Good so Marcus Niemelainen is my answer. Good answer, Rick. Uh, you know what? I honestly think it's going to be Xavier Borgo. I think uh, he's going to get one year in the AHL this year. And uh, depending on what they do with the right enders um, coming in next year, he could easily find him spot, himself a spot in the top six. I uh, I also agree. I think it's going to be Xavier Borgo. Borgo, the right side is not as deep. Uh, the kid's got some skill. He can score. Point. Well, he's got that just that natural scoring talent that um, we don't really have right now on the right side. Again, the memes are going to be great. We need him to shave his head so that the Professor X things can all work. We got some work to do there with Borgo. How about Yamamoto saying that the team's aware we call Bouchard dad? That is sweet. So yesterday on the Jason Greger show, Greger asked him, are you aware that Oilers fans call him are. dad? And Nuge yeah. knows you. Fogel knows your M Chuck. Like it's very apparent. They know who everybody, they, they, they know this company. They, they see, they read, they pay attention somehow. They, they know. That's frightening. I would love to know how much Nugent Hopkins is aware of me. Like I know he is signed that photo. He for signed you. a two bag milk photo. So obviously, yeah, but like how are. much? Well, I don't know if he like how much pays attention, pays attention. Nuge, do you know how much I duck the pressure from you, bro? Do you think he's like searching like your, your actual, your like government Facebook and stuff? He's got, no, your- you can't fucking find that thing. That is a lockdown. Well, come on. He's a part of the Oilers. He can find something. He can't yeah. find shit. He's got Kate's sure. guys on it. Yeah, exactly. Nude, you just slide into my DMs, bro. I'll just give you my, I'll just give you my number. We can just text. <laughs> Could you imagine by the end of the contract, me and Ryan Nugent Hopkins, we just go out for coffee and shit. Why not? Talk horses. You're going to have to, yeah, the, yeah. you're, you're gonna have to like polish up your horses. horses. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that all the questions? <laughs> uh, yep. So like Tyler wants ooh, to I can talk about the, the horse's action, which is the way that the horse moves. I'm learning from equine terminology, some furlongs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can talk about his, uh, like just how he enjoys a can, a good canter, you know, a little trot. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that over there? Uh, I don't know. Could, right. you, could you see you both like riding a horse down a trail or something? Of course. My arms wrapped around his tummy. <laughs> I, I honestly had him on two separate horses. I didn't have oh. you on the same. Oh yeah, horse. no, totally. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> He's got him on the same horse. They're both they're both shirtless, like Putin. <laughs> yeah. You just served that one up and bag milk just spiked I mean, it yeah, right of down. Of course, two horses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there you go. So submit your questions. Ask the idiots for our friends at Montana's. Get Montana's messy. Tyler, next weekend you are where? In Toronto. Or no, uh, this weekend, I should this say. This weekend. Sorry, this weekend. Two days from now. I forget it's Friday. You're oh, you're in Rundle Park. Uh, this Sunday, I'm going to Rundle Park. because What are you doing, doing there? There's a Montana's food truck that's doing like a tour across Western Canada. So I think myself and Waz will be there like right around noon. Going to be trying some ribs, doing all that good stuff. Haven't had enough of their fantastic ribs. Um, so yeah, anyways, doing that. Sunday, you can join me, Rundle Park. I'll be there noon. Come say hi. Once again, Tyler will be getting Montana's messy. Use will I be there in the nation truck? Maybe. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. Where is it today? 
it's uh, it's going to an event out at uh, the racetrack this week. I do like that. One of the first days you had it, you drove over a screw. I was going to bring that up. (laughs) (laughs) That high off the ground. How the hell are you supposed to see it? Exactly. Well, yeah, we also, I was on the podcast yesterday. Was it recorded? Jay talking about the $3 wash yesterday in real life. I hope so. I say it was a bunch of bullshit. Uh, we need content out of this. Okay. This has been going on for like three or four years. Three years. We need to do it. So sometime in the next before, before September, before the hockey season starts, we're going to grab Jay. We're going to force him to do this. I'll, I'll provide the loonies. Mm-hmm. You guys bring the cameras. Oh, easy. And we'll go and we'll, we'll get it done. I'll have some, well, we don't even need that many loonies. Although apparently. Well, three. Although yesterday he was ducking. Did you notice that? Well, yeah, he was talking inflation. He might need a fourth. <laughs> To be fair, I don't think they took seconds off your loonies here. Yes. I don't know. According to him, they do. We'll see. All right, Tyler, time to get your buttons ready for Ask the Idiots for our friends at Twig and Berries. If you go to twigandberries.ca. This is hot and cold, not to Ask the Idiots. What did I just say? Ask the Idiots. All right. Well, I'm the idiot in this case. <laughs> hot and cold performers for our friends at Twig and Berries. Twigandberries.ca. Use the promo code NATION15. Get a discount on your order. And they've got their fun little spinner thing back. We're going to give it a spin right now. Let's go. Spin it. Oh, I'm already. Spin it. Didn't one let me. I'll try. I'll spin later. Last okay. week, ten percent discount. You take that all the time. Nice. We start off with our veggies every week on hot and cold performers. I'm going to kick things off. My Twig and Berry's cold performer of the week <laughs> is the fucking Nike outlet Fuck store you. at South Edmonton common. Both <laughs> Tyler and I went in there. We were looking for fresh kicks. We were looking for fresh wares, and what did they have? Nothing. Nothing. Except this hoodie I bought. We yeah, the said, hoodie does look We good. said this at the table. Like, he wants to go. I was like, dude, they have nothing. I know, I know. They so he did this to himself. Although Tyler did buy a nice hoodie. I also bought a nice hoodie. But yeah, I was price. there for shoes. And the shoes I wanted were not there. They're terrible. Mm. That's why Tyler had to go onto the Nike website, design his own shoes for close to $200. $2,000. He's <laughs> got his own signature on them. Mm. They are Tyler's version of Yeezys, but they're Nikes. Go ahead. So Nike outlet store, South Edmonton Common Edition. You get my cold performer of the week. That's a joke. That's an absolute joke is what it is. Thank you. Uh, Tyler, you're check your Twig and Berry's cold performer of the week. Yeah. My cold performer of the week. Uh, we're going out to the world of baseball where uh, the news came this week that Vin Scully passed away. All time legend, all time legend, not just in baseball, but in like all of sports. I mean, that guy's called some iconic moments. If you're a Jays fan, he called that Joe Carter home run that won them the World Series. Uh, If you ever want to fall down just a great rabbit hole, just Google or YouTube Vin Scully best stories. And the way he was able to weave storytelling into a broadcast and not miss a beat was just unbelievable. So uh, rest in peace, Vin Scully. That's my cold performer this week. I was actually going to say that. So I was, I did exactly that. I was on YouTube the other day and just Vin Cully, Vin Scully's best. He would be telling a story, a full on story and not miss a pitch. Yeah. It was amazing. He, there's this one story he tells about how Cardinals manager, Mike Matheny met his wife in college and only sat next to her in a class because when he was walking to class the first time, a bird shit on his shoe and he had to go back and change was late for class. Only seat open was next to his future wife. And the way he tells stories like, and while Matheny was walking across the campus, Two one pitch outside. <laughs> it's great, man. Like it's so entertaining to listen to him talk. Anyways, baseball world, sports world, the Misfit Scully. Hundred percent. Nation Dan, your Twig and Berries cold form of the week. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I was going to say Vin Scully as well. Um, Do you want to say the Nike outlet store? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's I don't know. There's just there's something about baseball when it's being described to you, and Vin Scully. Um, 
Vin Scully made the game of baseball beautiful when he spoke. Oh, yeah. And so for me, yeah, the loss of Vin Scully is just one of those things when, you know, when the voices of our childhood, the voices of the sport that we grew up loving uh, go away, it sucks. And so, uh, yeah, again, I'm just going to double down and say Vin Scully. The loss of Vin Scully is my mm-hmm. cold form of the week. Written. You're supposed to press the button. Uh, He's mad because oh, I doubled up. Cold. Yeah, man. Rick, your Twig and Berry's cold performer of the week. I'm sticking with baseball, and this is a little bit. Uh, I'm sure there's some people that think it's the worst thing, and I think there's a lot of people that think it's kind of funny. It happened last night. The the LA Angels seven seven home runs in one game, all single shots. Really? Yeah. yeah. Just smashing dingers, eh? Yeah. And they lose eight seven. Oh my god! <laughs> seven solo oh home god. runs and they lose eight seven. Man, that blows. Like you got Shohei, you've got Trout. Shohei there. hit two. That I mean, how? I don't know how those guys just are still hand in their contracts. Say, you know what? I'm out. Just uh, just send me somewhere else, please. That that's honestly that's terrible. We have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, run amok, and flat out deceived. Imagine if the Oilers for like. Connor and yeah. Leon both get hat tricks. Well, like, so we're in year six of McDavid and heading into year seven. Imagine if we were year 11 of McDavid and dry was on the scene and was like better than McDavid. Like you basically had two of iconic generational players and you're in year 11 and you haven't made the fucking playoffs. And you just signed Ty <laughs> Ratty for the 14th time. Yeah. To like their winger. Mike That's pretty much been around that long. It's, it's yeah, about 11 years. Yeah. Absolutely insane that they've been handed two Connor McDavid's and this is what they're doing. <laughs> so what's the problem? Like real quick. It's like, what's uh, the Coles? Just note? straight up incompetence. Yeah. Like they never spend on pitching for some reason. And then when they do, the pitchers are always junk, but like they went and paid Anthony Rendon $350 million. And everyone from the moment it was signed was like, Hey, you need pitchers. And they're like, nah, we're going to give Rendon. And now Rendon's like junk. They went and gave Pujols all that money. And everyone was like, hey, you need pitchers. And they're like, nah, nah, nah we're going to sign Pujols. It's we'll just, sc- they're incompetent. We'll score seven home runs a game. We'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> that oh, is shit. wild. I think about Shohei a lot, actually. Just because he's a freak. And he deserves he really so is. much better. Like he would be, do you not think he would be a monster celebrity athlete if he played for like the Yankees. Dodgers or the Yankees? That's what I was going to say. It's not even he deserves so much better. It's baseball fans deserve yeah. so much better, right? Yep. They they deserve having Mike Trout and Otani on the, and the front big, page every day. The big thing with Otani too is, so he's one of the best pitchers in the league. Mm-hmm. And now he's also one of the best hitters in the league. We've known that for a few years. How do you, what's his, how do you pay him? Because he's worth, so like, yeah. The thing about baseball ownership. is yeah, yeah. just give him the team when pitcher high end pitchers pitch once every five days. Mm-hmm. And those guys are worth 35 to $40 million if they're Cy Young quality. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Shohei just from his pitching alone is worth $35 million a season. Yep. Okay. But he's the only guy who on his off days is raking two dingers <laughs> against the athletics <laughs> and he's an MVP caliber hitter as well. And those guys are worth 35 million, but you can't just pay Shohei Otani 70 million. <laughs> the Yankees can. The Yankees would. Yeah. Don't you think? The Yankees can. They, and maybe they do like, and whatever team signs them, if it's the Yankees, the Jays or the Dodgers, like you make back that money in Jersey sales. Cause it, he's right self- away. Yeah. Well, yeah, or Jay will come steal it off your mannequins and he'll buy it himself. <laughs> yeah, he just That's how you lose money. Yeah. It's crazy. When is he up? I think after next season. And is Shohei. he like a straight walk? I think he's a straight walk, yeah. Ooh. Oh, boy, you got to trade Shohei then. Well, they were talking about doing that this trade deadline. Yeah, then back and I think off. it happens this winter as they move Otani. Yeah, you can't let him, you can't let him walk away. You can't free. let Shohei walk away. No. Mm. Baseball. Shohei talk. What are we doing? 
hop. Oh yeah, hop farmers. Oilers. Did we get everything in the yeah? We're all done cold. We're on hot. All right, another fuck you to the Nike outlet store. I love you, but I hate you. All right. Twig and Berry's hot performers of the week. We're going to reverse the order. Rick, you're up first. Your Twig and Berry's hot performer of the week. I think, uh, I know your M check will definitely be in on this one. Um, August is, uh, it's fantasy football month. It's fantasy football mm-hmm. draft month. Um, you, I've had a couple already in, in, in July there, but those are, those are different ones, but no, this is, I got four or five coming this month, sitting down, you're going through the magazines, you're getting everything Great. ready to go here. This is a very fun time of year. It's a little bit stressful. And you're sitting down doing it. I was drafted number. I, I won pick number five in a, in a dynasty there yesterday. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited about that set 12 guys. So yeah, no, it's definitely, this is fantasy football t- season. Let's go. It's getting hot in here. My favorite, Dan. my favorite fantasy sports line is that there's nothing more interesting than your fantasy lineup to you and no one else. <laughs> but, <laughs> the rest uh, of the people in my league, uh, have an appreciation a little bit. Fair for enough. It. Positive uh, and your Twig and Berry's hot performer of the week. My hot performer of the week. It is off season and uh, I don't normally do this, but big brother this year has been so unreal. good, man. Did you listen to the, awesome. did you listen unreal. to yesterday's podcast? Cause the boys brought that up yesterday. I didn't get a too. chance to, I didn't get a chance to yet. Uh, and don't spoil it for me for last night's episode. I haven't had a chance yet because I okay. busted my finger up, but, uh, but yeah, this season, so, so much action, people taking shots, not very many mentions of not wanting to get blood on their hands, which is a huge piece for me. So yeah, big brother, you're getting my hot performer of the week. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot. Cause I'm fly. You ain't cause you not. I could not agree more. Like I wasn't excited at all for the season before it started. And then we're what? Three, four evictions in now at this point, mm-hmm. I think. And it's not, so it's good. not manufactured by the show either. That's what it's been in the past yeah. often is it's the show creates a twist yeah. to screw the house over. This has been the people doing it without the show even helping them. And the twist this year was actually great. Yeah. I thought, I thought it added such an intriguing layer of strategy to the show. Yeah. I was a little bit mad. The, the first one I didn't agree with the, bestie or no, the backstage pass. Yeah. Oh, I th- weird, well, I wanted to watch it go play out and yeah. then Paloma have people Paloma, eliminated. Yeah. Whatever. She just self eliminated and they're like, well, that twist we had planned for this week. Dad, don't worry about that. Yeah. But no, it's been, it's been really good. Highly recommend. Mm-hmm. I'd also highly recommend. Maybe we need a female viewer to chime in on this, but is Alyssa not way out of Kyle's league? <laughs> I think Kyle's very handsome. You think so? All right. Yeah, Alyssa reminds me of Lori Laughlin. Okay, I don't know who that is, but sure. The woman oh, from Becky, Full House. Becky. And Becky, who... The oh, kids yeah, the criminal. yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the yeah. A criminal. Yeah, the... Uh, Jailbird. If you want to go to college, you contact Aunt Becky. She will get you in. Oh, yeah, she was in that. Yeah. yeah. Ah, okay. Anyways. So we learned that Tyler is a big Alyssa fan on Big Brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Very open about it. <laughs> uh, Tyler, you're Twig and Berries. Hot performer of the week. I'll tell you. I'm a hot performer. Okay. He's got off mic stories now. Yeah, yeah. He's got big brother Uh, stories. He's crying. The Toronto Raptors are coming to Edmonton. (laughs) Yeah, they are. Uh, October 2nd. Tickets go on sale in a couple weeks here. I'm really excited. NBA basketball in the city. It's preseason. No good players are going to play. Shut up. I don't care. NBA basketball in Edmonton is cool enough for me. Um, where's my button? Put some respect on my name. My Twig and Berry's hot performer of the week. I'm going to give it to our colleague, Caroline Shved, kicking off her show, Kicked Back Today. That was announced this morning. It'll be distributed through the 90th Minute Social Channels. That is a brand new property and show with us at the Nation Network and Playmaker beyond that. So I just want to give my hot performer of the week to our friend Caroline Shved. And she got married last weekend. Double shout out to Caroline. Double. <laughs> Cheers. 
When do we ever play that button? Never. Ever. Yeah. Mix it in once in a that while. That one's hidden. All right. It's yeah, it's the on the last page. I like it. I like it. Any final thoughts, friends? No. No? All right. So for our friends at Oodle Noodle, DoorDash, Montana's, get Montana's, uh, Twig and Berries, and Cornerstone Insurance, this is Oilers Nation Radio episode 216. Please keep sending your Ask the Idiots questions. Please keep sending your feet pics to Tyler. And if you see him in the, in the nation truck, wave at him. Yeah, say hello. And if you see him at Rundle Park this weekend, maybe you could cheers your ribs with him in the middle. Or we could feed each other ribs. Well, that's cute. That'd be really nice. Get That'd messy. be some great content. Get I think Montana's Bagnoke messy. would be really jealous if you did that with someone 100%. else. 100%. Mm, probably. Lady in the Tramp or Rib. Did you take home his art last night? No, I didn't. Oh, we should. That would have been good to put up in the wow. podcast. That studio, should have been. Yeah, that should be posted. I worked so hard on that. The whole episode. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. All right. There you go. Episode 216 in the books. Happy Friday. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Shout out Carolina Mike. Thanks for listening to Oilers Nation Radio, delivered by DoorDash. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.